Here come the FPC Bulldogs. It is time for some football. He takes the snap, looks left, throws it down the middle. He has a wide open man. It's caught at the 40 yard line, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Bulldogs. Well, it's a handoff up in the middle of the park, and he's on his way. The 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Campanella Stadium in Palm Coast, Florida. It is Blackwood County High School football tonight. The FBC Bulldogs open up district play against the Ponte Vedra Sharks. FBC is 2-2 two two on the season, and Ponte Vedra is 3-1. The Bulldogs were district champions last year, and tonight they officially begin defense of that title. I'm Rich Carroll, along with Mike Licio. We'll be bringing you all the action. What's up, Mike? Hello, Rich. Uh, not the... Best field conditions, but a beautiful night just the same for a ball game. Yeah, yeah, beautiful night. Not so much in the sky, but it does look like the rain is going to hold off. It's been raining all day in, here in Flagler County, and I just saw you looking at the social media pages, and everybody's talking about how chewed up the field is out there. And you can kind of see it right in that shot right there. And it's this side of the field, the, the foreground, if you will, of the field that's really chewed up here, the uh, Flagler Palm Coast sideline. And there's some spots on the other side that that's and that spots you see on the other side of the field, on the far side of the field, are just from warm-ups. So it's going to be muddy conditions tonight, and it's the recipe, it's the perfect recipe for two teams that enjoy to play the game in the trenches. Oh, yeah, and uh, big-time running game for the FPC Bulldogs with Marcus Mitchell and uh, the Ponavija Sharks coming into this game off of two huge wins. We're getting district play started here today. I mentioned in the open there that the Bulldogs, they are the district champions, and that was part of the leading them to that championship last year was a victory over this same Ponavija Shark team last year on the road. So uh, looking to repeat a little history here. Um, but I think most people, what would you say, the, is there a common consensus out there in local media on who's actually going to win this game? I think the consensus it was, is that Ponavidra is the favorite in this game, and a lot of people do like Ponavidra in this game. The winner of this game, though, in my opinion, is going to win the district. Ponavidra has good wins against, has a great win against Florida High. They had a close loss to a very good Bartram team. And in the last couple of weeks, they've had the the grunt of their schedule. You know, Middleburg and Menendez, you know, two schools that, you know, were a lot better opponents when Ponavidra put them on the schedule. And that's one of the things I'm not crazy about with the new playoff system is that, you know, strength of schedule definitely factors in, and it should. But then again, if you schedule... A team like Menendez, who's coming off of six straight playoff appearances, and they're one and four, it hurts your schedule. And, you know, it wasn't because Ponavidra was trying to schedule a cupcake opponent. They scheduled an opponent that, you know, things changed from when they scheduled the game. And in the old system, you used to get credit for playing a team that had made the playoffs in the previous two years. And I wish they would go back to that part of it. But, yeah, this game, no question tonight. Whoever wins this game, in my opinion, is going to win the district. I think... These teams are both better than Nice. I think these teams are both better than Tokoy. You saw Tokoy oh, yeah, week yeah. one, and we've seen a lot of FPC. And I, I saw Nice in the spring against Matantis here. I saw Tokoy when we did that game, and I was at Tokoy's um, 
spring game as well. Ponte Vedra I haven't had a look at, but just, you know, the two teams that they played the first two weeks of the season tells me that they're a very good football team on the rise. Coach Steve Price celebrated his 150th win of his career to start the season. And, you know, so they've got a great coach leading the program after the last couple of years. FPC has Daniel Fish, and, you know, there are a lot of people who haven't been sold on Daniel Fish as a coach, as I've said repeatedly on many different platforms. I am not one of those people. I think they've got the right man for the job. His team has gotten better every week. They had a one-point loss to University last week. A very tough team. It was number 17 in the entire state in the FHSAA rankings. They lost by one point on a block field goal. That's one of the things they're going to have to clean up tonight. Yeah, and you got to give them credit because they had a two-score lead in that game. And they blew the lead, and they lost by one point, but they were right there in that game, and they looked good in that game. So, uh, And speaking of Coach Fish, you got to give Coach Fish credit because results speak, right? And 2-2 two and two on the season, after the way they lost week one against Swanee, a 2-2 two and two coming off of a Potato Bowl victory, uh, you got to give FPC credit, and they look like one of the better teams in the area. They got that smash-mouth football game. They're going to run the ball at you, but at the same time, you're seeing a dynamic passing attempt. You're seeing Caden Gonzalez come into his own and be a good thrower of the football. You're seeing weapons being utilized like like Zizek and, and Zyquan Neal and Cody Newton and, of course, Marcus Mitchell. So, uh, you know, a lot of weapons on this FPC team, not to mention what the defense is capable of. Uh, and this is a huge game. This is a, a statement game. This is a game where you say, you know what, there may have been a lot of turnover in the offseason, new head coach, new quarterback, the whole thing. But we're that same team, if not better, that went to the playoffs last year and competed with Bartram Trail. They're 2-2, two and two, haven't played a top-20 schedule. They played the 19th toughest schedule out of 479 schools in the entire state. Yeah, that is impressive. We got the colors coming out here. Uh, captain's about to meet at midfield. About to honor America here at FPC, Sal Campanella Stadium, getting ready, ready for some football. Fighting Bulldog Marching Band.
fantastic job by the Bulldog Band there. A nice rendition of the National Anthem. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight for the FPC Bulldogs hosting the Ponte Vedra Sharks. First game in district play this year. Getting ready. Bulldogs getting set to dramatically enter the field of play. Try, try to get that for you here live before we go to a commercial break as the crowd reacts to the Bulldogs taking the field. And we also have another team in town in big district play tonight, Mike, uh, the alma mater taking on the Matanzas Pirates. So, yes, Matanzas is at St. Augustine tonight. We'll have updates from there throughout the night. Uh, got many people, as you would expect, in the building there. Mike Licio knows everybody. Yeah. And at St. Augustine, that's literally true. That's one of my favorite aspects of the broadcast, the Mike Licio knows everybody segment. Today, <laughs> Mike Licio knows everybody. If you're just joining us, somehow I am connected to every team that FPC or Matanzas plays in some way, shape, or form. Today, Cannon Houseman and his brother Mason, um, I used to work with their dad, Chad. If you're looking for a mortgage in the Ponte Vedra area, talk to my friend Chad Hausman. That's an unpaid endorsement, just somebody I've known for a long time, does great work, just took care of my sister who purchased a home in Volusia County, so... Shout out, Chad. <laughs> Captains on the field there, Mike. Uh, Colby Cronk, Cody Newton. Jeremiah Cage and Carson Cato, who was lost to a knee injury in the kickoff classic. And that brings me to our keys to the game. We should say it's a gold-out uh, night as yes, well. Yes, we should. Uh, as, as we see there uh, with the flag the, that they're about to run through, gold-out night to support awareness for childhood cancer going on here at South Campanella Field, so uh, we should mention that as well. You, you, I, Essie Bass, who is a senior here at FPC, she had um, a bone marrow transplant, and it's good to see her back out. She spent an extended time in the hospital. I've known Essie for a long time. Her brother Tyler played football here. Her sister Nareda plays soccer and flag football here, and so they're a great family and they've been through a lot and it's just great to see Essie be able to get back out here tonight and see her recovering and you know childhood of cancer it's it's a real deal you know I myself I had Wilms tumor as a child I had my kidney removed at the age of four went through 15 months of chemotherapy and you know been cancer free since 1986 but it it takes a toll and anytime you can help out with that you know Every little bit helps. You know, there's plenty of great charities out there to contribute to childhood cancer, whether it's the Tom Coughlin J Fund, it's the American Cancer Society, or many others. You know, it's, I as a cancer survivor really appreciate, you know, them doing this tonight. You're a warrior, Mike, like everyone else who battles this this horrible disease, including my father out there listening right now. Shout out, Dad, cancer survivor. I'm sure a lot of people listening have a story to tell. The best Rich Carroll in the land. That's right. That's right. I'm second best. I'll accept that. Well, at least you're second best. I'm like third among Mike Licios, and there's actually a fourth one in Rhode Island who might disagree. And the Bulldogs taking the field. Moments away from kickoff. 
kickoff at South Campanella Stadium. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight on the WNCF Sports Network, which includes on the radio, WNCF 94.9 FM. Also, listen on the Flagler Radio app. And, of course, watch the game live on the Flagler Radio YouTube channel. Teams are on the field. So I've got my first update from St. Augustine High. Oh, wow, that was quick. All right. Former Gamble Rogers Stingray, Dylan Cook. Gamble Rogers, by the way, their hated rival is the Landrum Lions, the feeder school for Ponte But Dylan Cook is making the start for St. Augustine. Starting quarterback Locke Hewlett of Wake Forest commit is out for St. Augustine. So that's good news for the Pirates. But Dilly has been on fire these last few weeks. Here, though, let's talk about some keys to the game. Let me just Benjamin, mention, Mike, that uh, FPC will be kicking off to start the game. Benjamin Burt has struggled the last couple games. He's thrown for just 156 yards in his last two games. Make him beat you with your arm, with his arm. The... The strength of this Pontevedra team is the offensive line. The strength of FPC is the defensive line. Pontevedra needs to neutralize that. And then I said for Pontevedra, score 29 points because Pontevedra has only done that more than one, more than scored more than 29 points twice this year. FPC scored 28 points three weeks in a row. That was the last two games for Pontevedra as well. Chase McGee has it lined up. We are ready for district play to open in 2023. Well, they're going to check the ball, so I'll give me time to talk about FPC's keys to the game. They need to stay balanced. They need to be a run-first team and take shots down the field. They need to protect Caden Gonzalez and open holes for Marcus Mitchell. And they need that pass rush to get to the quarterback and help out a very young secondary that's been exposed at times but still playing very well considering it's mostly ninth and 10th graders. All right, now we're ready to go. Chase McGee has it lined up. FPC Panavidra. We are underway. End over end. Kick left to right on your radio dial. It is fumbled at the goal line. And they're going to give him the touchback. That was Ryan Smith fumbling it at the goal line. But it's a touchback. So this is a Panavidra offense that can attack on the passing game. Benjamin Burke said the yardage numbers haven't been great the last couple weeks still completing 65 percent of his passes and has thrown eight touchdown passes but they're going to rely on their running back brian case who's rushed for 381 yards this year potter likes to have a physical ground attack benjamin burke in the pistol formation takes the snap fakes the handoff going to keep it himself off the right side and he's going to be met after four yards by Colby Cronk. And a good start. Get yourself in second and short. Get yourself in a, a particularly good situation to be in as they line up very quickly. Right back to the line of scrimmage. Shotgun formation. Four wide receivers. Burke takes the snap. Straight back to pass. Steps up in the pocket. Gets away from Cronk this time and falls about a yard short of the first down. And that's what we were talking about, having to get into the FPC, into the Pontevedra backfield to get pressure on Burke. They did that time, but he was able to escape for five. Yeah, Kronk once again back there, getting in quickly here early on. Case in the backfield with Burke in the pistol formation. Man in motion from right to left. Burke takes the snap. This time he hands it off to Case. Off the left side. Gets to the outside across the 35. Breaks a tackle. 
at midfield, and he's going to be pulled down at the FPC 35-yard line. Big gain there on third down for the Sharks. This Ponte Vedra line has Brody McLeod, who has an offer from Memphis. They have Landon Okla, a big tight end with some offers. And the center, Jake Juanera, is a Michigan commit. So this is a very physical Ponte Vedra line, as you see there, as he runs for 36. So Brian Case with the big run. You see the Sharks already all muddied. They have the white jerseys with uh, blue numbers, blue pants, aqua blue. Bulldogs with the green jerseys, green helmets, white football pants. Couple injuries on the FPC defensive line. Ethan LaPepa and Travell Adams will not be playing tonight. Four wide receivers, shotgun set. Bulldogs showing blitz. They bring it on the outside. Burke back to pass. Now rolls out to the right. Gets away from the rush. Has a lot of room out there. Across the 20. Has a first down all the way up to the 16-yard line. Can we talk about the athleticism of Burke? Zayden Green got around the corner on a very good offensive line, and he was able to escape. Wow. So Burke, yeah, it looked like he was... He was going to get sacked for a big loss instead of about a 19-yard gain for the first down. Burke already with 27 yards rushing. This is the sixth play, fifth play of the drive. First and 10 for Ponavidra at the FPC 16. They've called passes. They just haven't gotten the ball in the air yet. Madison in motion. Case gets it off the left side. That's not Case. We'll check who that is. It's going to be about a four-yard gain on the carry. That time it was Joseph Stevens. So Joseph Stevens, four yards on first down. And right now on this first drive, anyway, Panavija, they're winning on first down. Just the fifth carry of the season. Case back in the backfield with Burke. Shotgun. And the Bulldogs jump off sides. And that's going to set up a second down and short for Panavidra. First Bulldog penalty tonight. I would expect that we're going to see Case get the ball here. They do spread the ball around, though. You know, Stevens only had his fifth carry this season, but Burke has 263 yards rushing. They've gone to Drew Price at times to run the ball. Right now, I believe that is Case in the backfield. Pistol formation directly behind Burke in the shotgun. Takes a snap. He fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, but he's going to be dragged down in the backfield by Kobe Cronk. Kobe Cronk. Loss of about two. Makes his present known for the first time tonight. That's a huge play on second and short. Now you got about a third and five. They've got to get to the seven. Shotgun formation, three wide receivers, two to the right, one to the left. FPC showing blitz up the middle. Burke stops and resets. And I expect to see a lot of that tonight with LaPepa and Travell Adams out. Burke takes a snap. FPC does blitz rolling right, steps up the middle. He's going to fall at about the nine yard. He's a couple yards short of the first down. It'll be an interesting call here from Panavidra early in the game. They have a fourth and short at the FPC nine yard line. Nice job that time of grabbing Kobe Cronk and keeping him away from the quarterback. For holding, but Burke still got positive yardage. 
their kicker is Evan Redmond. He's three for four on field goal attempts this year, but they're not going to go to him here. Yeah, they're going to go for it. Field conditions a bit rough out there. Pistol formation. Bunch to the right. One wide receiver to the left. It's a fumbled snap. He's still able to get pick it up. Breaks a leg tackle. Pushed out of bounds near a first down, and he has it. First down, Sharks at the FPC six-yard line. It was a low snap. He fumbled it, but still had time to pick it up, get to the outside, and pick up the first down. And it's been a heavy dose of Burke on using his feet and his athleticism to set up first and goal. Yeah, it's been the Benjamin Burke show here on the first drive of the game. He did have one big carry from Brian Case. Ninth play of the drive. First and goal, Panavidra from the five-yard line. Man in motion from left to right. Burke takes the snap, hands it off to Case. No, he keeps it himself. Complete at the goal line. Touchdown. Touchdown, Sharks. Landon Okla. Landon Okla, who has offers from Pitt, Georgia Southern, and Louisville, catches the first Panavidra pass of the game and puts the Sharks on the board. So 6 nothing Sharks. See if they elect to uh, kick the extra point. They will. Thought possibly with the field conditions they might go for two. For Oakla, his second touchdown of the year. Ninth touchdown for Burke. 6 nothing Sharks pending the extra point. It's on its way, and it is good. 7-0 Sharks. We're just getting started here at FPC. Seven minutes to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street, Bunnell. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. An opening drive touchdown for the Pontevedra Sharks. Has them up 7-0. Update from St. Augustine. Landon Grover, 27-yard field goal. Puts St. Augustine up 3-0. St. Augustine to receive the kick with 8.47 to go in the first quarter. Try to refresh that scoreboard maybe, Michael. Panavizia getting ready to kick it back to the Bulldogs. Let's see the Bulldogs on offense for the first time here tonight. Fielded at the 12-yard line. Up to the 25, and he's met there. And that's where the Bulldogs will start their night on offense here at Sal Campanella. Drive was nine plays, 80 yards, four minutes and 55 seconds of clock. see what the Bulldogs have here. We do not have um, Marcus Mitchell starting at running back, Mike. 
I was told that Marcus Mitchell is nursing a hamstring. He was dressed and was out there in warm-ups, but was not able to go. So we'll see a lot of him meeting Jade. Jade in the backfield with Caden Gonzalez. Bulldogs trail 7-0. Jade gets the ball off the left side, and he's going to fall forward for a gain of close to three yards on first down. And whether the plan was to go heavy on the ground or not, you have to here after a long drive to give your defense some rest. Second and seven for the Bulldogs. Caden Gonzalez has three wide receivers. It's a snap to a J-Day. He fumbles it. It's on the ground. Ball finds the ground. And it looks like FPC recovered it. It didn't look like it was supposed to be a direct snap, but it went right to a J-Day, and he bobbled it. And FPC fortunate to recover. That's going to lead to a third and seven here on their opening drive. And we're going to have timeout for a water break. We have timeout for a water break. We're going to take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring. We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Money. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. Bulldogs trail early. 7-0. Six minutes to go here in the first quarter. It's a third and long from their own 29-yard line. We'll say third and seven. Caden Gonzalez has four wide receivers. He steps back to pass. Sets up the screen to Zyquan Neal. And he's going to go nowhere. And it's going to be fourth down. And a three and out on the first Bulldog series of the night. Tough start for FPC. They have some injuries on the defense. The defense was out there for a long drive, and they're going to be right back out after a three and out. So we'll see Chase McGee in punt formation for the first time tonight. And he kicks it away from his own... 18-yard line. It's going to take a FPC bounce at the 40 and roll dead at the Shark 30-yard line. And that's where the Sharks will start their second drive of the night. With 5.13 to go here in the first quarter. And they were efficient that drive. They ran the ball all but once, but there were some pass plays that were called that Burke was able to scramble away from the FPC pass rush. Say hello to FPC JV soccer coach Cat Bradley. One coach Cat. Sorry you couldn't make it tonight. Right there. Sorry, Rich. That's all right. Sorry you couldn't be, could make it, Coach Cat. We've got a bunch to the left, a one wide receiver to the right, shotgun. Burke 
sets up the screen for Case. He breaks a tackle, squeezes through there across the 40. And he has a first down in about a 15-yard gain up to the 45-yard line. This is a big physical offensive line, and a big physical runner like Case is just what the doctor ordered. Picks up 20 on that play. Burke back to pass. Throws right at the right hash mark, and it's complete for about a four-yard gain. That's complete to Cole Madsen. Set up a second down and six. Burke steps up. Now he's going to keep it himself and has a whole lot of room across the 35 to 30. He's going to take it all the way to the house. Touchdown, Sharks. Benjamin Burke. And every time you think you have him bottled up, he finds a way to get free. And there was a lot of open field. When you're selling out on the blitz, sometimes the back end is left exposed. 13 nothing, pending the extra point. Burke has seven carries for 82 yards. We've got a flag on the field here on the extra point. Penalty flag. Check the penalty. against the defense. So that moved out a little closer, and they're checking to see if Burke is signaling to the coach, Steve Price, can we go for two? <laughs> he says, nah. They'll go for one. Not here. yet. 4.21 to go in the first quarter. 13-0 Sharks. They're off to a fast start. Extra point is on its way, and it is good. Sharks lead by two Sharks lead. 14-0 with 4.21 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. Have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. Sharks kick it away. Bobbled at the 15-yard line. Across the 25. Pushed out of bounds is Neal at the 29-yard line. And that's where FPC will start. They're down 14-0. With 4.14 to go here in the first quarter. He's got to be patient, though. Rough start here for the Bulldogs. Uh, not a lot of plays, obviously. Only three plays on offense so far. See if they could get something going here. 
Panavitra has had the ball for all but 55 seconds of this game. First and 10 on their own 30-yard line. Ajay Day gets the ball off the left side, pushing the pile, has a first down, and has about a 13-yard gain on first down. And Amin and Ajay Day, the lightning to Marcus Mitchell's thunder, getting it done there. First Bulldog first down of the night. First down Bulldogs at their own 43-yard line. Ajay Day gets the ball again, same play, pushing the pile. This time a little more resistance. From the Sharks, but a nice four-yard gain on first down. And the Bulldogs can do this, too. They can play the ground and pound. Even with Marcus Mitchell out, Ajede has shown an ability to get tough yards. Caden Gonzalez in the shotgun. Ajede out there in the backfield with him. He has two wide receivers. Hand off to Ajede again, testing that left side again. This time, maybe two. Positive yardage, though, gets him into a manageable third down situation here. Call it a third down and four and a half for the Bulldogs. They have the ball at their own 47-yard line. We'll see if Caden Gonzalez is going to put the ball in the air for the first time here. This is a Ponte team that's very good at getting after the quarterback. They have 13 sacks on the season. He has four wide receivers, three to the right, one to the left. J-Day in the backfield. Takes a smack. Payton Gonzalez looking right. Throws deep down the seam to Zizek. Overthrows him. Great protection that time. He had some time. Looked like, looked like Zizek was looking to go to the outside, and the ball was thrown to the inside. So that will force another punt here. For the Bulldogs, they trail 14-0. 2.34 to go in the first quarter. Dylan Cook found Miles Simmons for a 30-yard touchdown. St. Augustine leads Matanzas 7-3. Back at the goal line, fielded. Breaks a tackle. Up past the 20. And taken down with a possibly a touchdown-saving tackle at the 25-yard line. And Bulldog defense has spent a lot of time on the field here in the first quarter. FPC has had the ball for just about two and a half minutes of this game. And we're ten minutes in. And what it comes down to here in the first quarter, they just cannot stop Benjamin Burke and the quarterback running game for the Sharks. Burke yes. already closing in on 100 yards. Three wide receivers, hands the ball off up the middle for about three yards. That was Case on the carry. His shortest run of the night, he has three carries for 59 yards. Set down a second down. Seven, same formation. Now Gonzalez stops and resets. 148 to go here in the first quarter. 14-0 Sharks. First district game of the year. FPC showing blitz. And they bring it on the outside again. And this time, they get him. Combination sack. There is a flag on the field. 
He was going to try to step up in the pocket again. This time there was no room there. So Bulldogs did a good job blocking it off. They call a face mask on FPC, so that's going to negate the prop snap sack. Ouch. That's a rough penalty there. You finally got to Benjamin Burke. You were able to take him down in the backfield. Didn't allow him to escape from one of those huge runs, yet he still gets 15 yards. Go figure. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Sharks at the 45-yard line with a minute 23 seconds to go in the first quarter. Sharks with a 14-0 lead. Sharks first and 10 around 45. Third FPC penalty. None for the Sharks yet. This time, Burke is going to try to keep it himself, and he is going to be dragged down for a loss of about four yards. That's a muddy Jamon Little with the sack. Second down. Great pursuit that time from Little, and it looks like the Bulldogs are starting to make some adjustments here on that Shark running attack. They might have the ball back already, if not for a penalty. Second down and 14. Sharks Sharks from their own 42-yard line. Pistol formation. FPC showing blitz again. Man in motion from left to right. Fake handoff. Burke rolling out to the right. He's going to... Oh! Ball is dropped in the flat by Landon Okla. Oh, no, on that one. That was in his hands. It was a well-drawn-up play. Yeah, that's the the same play I think they scored the touchdown on. So it's going to be third and 13. Dylan Cook with his second touchdown pass of the night to Samari and Ringo puts the Yellow Jackets up 14 to 3, 408 to go in the first. Similar score for both Flagler Palm Coast teams in their first district play games. 22 seconds to go here in the first quarter. FPC trails 14 0. Once again, Cole Madsen in motion from left to right. Whistle blown dead. Play whistle dead. Check the flag. Updates tonight, courtesy of Felicio Children. Michael III and Gabby have both been sending me updates. It's homecoming, which I have high schoolers now, and they're at homecoming. All right. So third and 18 now. Got to get off the field. You can't do anything stupid here. Yeah, it's the first time tonight that we see Pontevedra in this situation. A third and long. They've usually been winning on first down and setting themselves up for third and manageable. That's not the case here. Third and about 18 from their own 36-yard line. Burke back to pass. Looking left. Steps up in the pocket. Now throws. And it's a jump ball, and it's complete on the sideline. Was he inbounds? And it's incomplete. Cole Madsen almost had an incredible catch. What an athletic play. Sorry about that, Rich. What an athletic play. Coverage was there. He went up and got it, just couldn't find the sideline. And the Bulldogs first forced the first punt from Ponavita tonight. Clock stopped at 9.9 seconds to go. Ponic Vidra ready to punt it away. Got Cody Newton back to receive the kick, along with another Bulldog. That is, can't see the number. High snap. Good job getting it away. It's a nice punt. Newton lets it bounce, takes a shark bounce inside the 30. And it's going to roll dead at the 29-yard line. 
and that is the end of the first quarter. The FTC Bulldogs, they trail 14-0, but it's early. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on News Radio WNZF, the Flagler Radio app, and the Flagler Radio YouTube page. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, Mike Licio, Rich Carroll here with you through the start of the second quarter. Bonavita leads 14 to nothing in this district opener for both schools. Katie Gonzalez, the quarterback, Amina Najede in the backfield with him. It's a give to Ajede. He's across the 35, close to the 35 rather. Pushing the pile forward for about six. And I'll be second down and four. Uh, if you're the Bulldogs, that's what you want to see here. Nice positive plays on first down. Try to start getting a rhythm on offense here, something they couldn't get going in the first quarter. Newton and Zizek to the right. Neal to the left. Ajede in the backfield. Caliendo's your tight end. And it looks like the Bulldogs might have moved early. And that is actually, by the way, Betty Garrett in the backfield. That's a name we haven't heard often so far this year. So it was offsides against the Sharks. And that'll give the Bulldogs a first down. Bulldogs first and 10 on the 41-yard line. So after the penalty, Gonzalez in the shotgun. Gives it to Garnett. Into the pile for not much. A little late shove there right in front of the official. And no, he we, didn't see it. Yeah, we got that good here on camera. That was a clear penalty against the Sharks, and the flag was not thrown. So it'll bring up second and nine. A little bit of an extra shot there after the whistle. FPC player pointing to the official. You didn't see that? We're going to have Zizek and Newton to the right. Neil to the left. Caliendo, your tight end. That is Garnett in the backfield. Blitz coming. It's a give. Up the middle for a couple. Run up the middle. So that's going to set up a third and long here for the Bulldogs. So back-to-back running plays. You assume you have to throw the ball here. So that was Garnett on the carry. Ten minutes to go in the second quarter. Ponder Region leaves 14 to nothing. So we've got Garnett in the backfield with Gonzalez. 
Neal to the left, Zizek and Newton to the right. Back to throw, pressure coming and he's gonna be dropped. Big sack by number 48, Robbie Grieco. And the Bulldogs will punt. Well, you know, you, you ran the ball twice in a row, first and second down, and Sharks knew what to expect there on third down, and FPC is punting again. So a loss of about seven, and it's going to be fourth down and 15, and Chase McGee comes out to punt for the Bulldogs as the clock continues to run. 9.04 in the second quarter. And McGee running with it, rugby-style kick. Somebody might have gotten a piece of that. Yeah, definitely. And that looked like a well-hit sandwich. That ball hit that <laughs> muddy field, and it just stuck at the 44-yard line. That's what you want to see. Sharks offense, first and 10. That's what I want to see Sunday when I'm down at Palm Harbor. If you live in Palm Harbor, you know, you might want to protect your windows because I will be there Sunday morning. Don't say I didn't warn you. Unidentified missiles coming from the golf course, courtesy of Mike Licio. Oh, yes, because I am rocketing that ball. Sharks take over. First and 10 at their own 45. 8.48 to go. They give it again to Case. That line is moving weight. And it's going to be a nine-yard game for Case. And it'll be second and one. And both quarterback and running back for Panavija, they have been effective making plays in the running game. They've been hard to stop. 145 yards rushing already for the Sharks here. It'll be second down and one. Griffin Owen to the right. Smith and Madsen to the left. Case in the backfield. Ball through Burke's legs. He picks it up. Pressure coming. Gets rid of it. Throws. He's got a step. And he's inside the 10. What a play. What a catch by Griffin Owen. And it's first and goal, Ponavidra. Yeah, and what a play by the quarterback, Burke, to be able to keep his composure the ball was a ground ball up the middle between his legs. He was able to feel it, keep his calm, and throw a perfect strike. 41-yard gain, and it's going to be second, first and goal. Three catches to three different receivers for Burke. Panavidra dominating Short this first, first half. Goal at the Bulldogs' seven-yard line. 41-yard gain. To give the case, and he's going to fall forward for a few yards there. It's going to bring up second and goal at the four after a gain of three. So we're seeing Ponavidra just use the physicality of that big offensive line. The injuries certainly making an impact in this game for FPC's defensive line. Burke in the shotgun. Two to the right, one to the left. Madsen now in motion. Ball is over his head. He's running back and he's just going to have to fall on it. Ball is still out. And they are signaling. It's an interesting call here and they will give it to the Bulldogs. That is a huge play here for the Bulldogs. And if they needed a big play to happen, it's great that the defense made it happen. Almost looked like 
Burke was on top of that ball when they made contact, but, you know, we'll take it. Kavi Tolshin with the fumble recovery. <laughs> so that's a huge, it's a big-time swing there. Instead of possibly 21 nothing, Bulldogs have a first down and 10 from their own 20. 6.48 to go in the second quarter. Bulldogs have life. Ponavidra was starting to close the door. Gonzalez in the shotgun. It's a give off the left side. I believe that's Garnett again. Might have lost the yard. And without Marcus Mitchell here tonight, the Bulldogs struggling to get a running attack going here in the first half. And they're helping. <laughs> Some big guys in there. Yeah, that was big number 52, Malachi Mitchell. Or excuse me, is that 53, Logan Pinkston? My apologies. And yes, that was a loss of one for Garnett. And it's still just a two-score game. So you get a big play on offense here from the Bulldogs. Cut into that lead. This crowd is going to get wild again. Garnett in the backfield with Gonzalez. Newton and Neal to the left. Low snap, and Gonzalez just has to fall on it. It's going to be a loss of four, and it's going to bring up third down. And that's a, a bad snap, and that's typically a good play. But you just saw Burke, you know, uh, throw this incredible pass off of a bad snap. Gonzalez just fell on it. But that is the smart play here backed up in your own end. So third and 15 from the 15. Zizek in motion. Now Neil Zizek and Newton to the right. Gonzalez play action snap hit as he throws. He has Newton in the flat. And he's going to be dropped right there for no gain. And it's going to bring up fourth down. And the Bulldogs just unable to get anything going on offense here in the first half. They really missed their star. Marcus Mitchell. And they've got to get something going. 5.08 to go to clock. Continues to run. Caden Gonzalez, two for three passing for zero yards as we're under five to go in the first half. Another tough punt for Chase McGee that just dies there at the 34-yard line. And that is where Ponavidra will take over. So the Bulldogs unable to make anything happen off the Sharks' turnover. As as the rain continues to come in here at FPC. Be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment, it's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. Out of the water break and the misting rain start to fall here. So yeah, rain. We uh, talk about water break. This right is a little ridiculous across your radio dial. Right, it's not even coming down. It's going from left to right here. Fourteen nothing. Ponte leads. FPC four thirty six to go in the half. 
Update from St. Augustine. Samari Wingo with his second touchdown catch of the night. The third TD for Dylan Cook. End of the first quarter. Matanzas trails 21-3. First and 10 here at St. Augustine. Or here at FPC. I don't even know where I was. I've been in St. Augustine all day. <laughs> Burke gives it to Case. Escaping a tackle in the backfield. Turning upfield. Inside the 20. Cuts back inside. Inside the 10 to the 5. And he's knocked down at the one. Gain of 33 yards for Case. Rich, who do you think's getting the ball on this play? <laughs> well, it's one of two guys. Case has had a huge night running the football, and so has the quarterback, Benjamin Burke. Uh, Bulldogs have had no answer for that shark running game here in the first half. Case over 100 yards. He gets the ball here to the right side, and he scores. Touchdown, Sharks. Clock continuing the run for some reason. Under four minutes to go. It finally stops at 3.57. As the Sharks take a 20 to nothing lead on the touchdown from Brian Case. Oh, yeah. It's... uh the disparity in the amount of plays run by both teams, time of possession, just complete domination in every facet of the game from Panavija here in the first half. And the kick is up, and it's good. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. To freshen up the look of your home, you'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, 3.57 to go in the first half. You see the scoreboard there if you're watching. It's 21-0 Panavidra if you're not. As the Sharks get ready to kick off for the third time tonight. 21-0. I don't think anybody thought this would be the score in the first half after the way FPC competed last week at university and what they did in the Potato Bowl. This is a, a shocked crowd here at South Campanella Stadium. There is the kickoff from Evan Redman. Fielded at the one-yard line. That's Cody Newton. Spun around and brought down right about the 20-yard line. I think it's extremely important for FPC to at least move the football here on this drive. They haven't been able to do it all night long uh, here in the first half, and to at least get some positive feelings, to feel like you're going to actually be able to compete here tonight, go into halftime on a sustained drive, and hopefully on top of that put some points on the board so you have something to look forward to here in the second half because the way it is right now, it's not looking good. The injuries affecting both sides of the ball, no Marcus Mitchell. Obviously, they're missing LaPepa and Adams. They've given up 100 yards rushing per game this year. They've given up 187 and a half. Gonzalez in the shotgun. It's a give off the left side for about three. 
And that is the Jede back in the game. On the run play. Gain of two yards. Second down. 23 yards rushing on six carries. 3.30 to go. Zizek and Gales to the right. Neal to the left. Newton is the, third, is the third receiver to the right. Gonzalez rolls out, fires down the sideline, completes to Gales. He's got the first down. There you go. That's what you well, like to see. Check the spot. One official has him spotted short of the chains. And the other has him spotted ahead of the chains. So a first down for FPC. Yeah, you like to see them get Caden Gonzalez outside of the pocket. That's where he really lives well, throwing the football. A nice first down there for the Bulldogs to get started here on this drive. And Jordan Gales with his first catch of the night. Gonzalez looking downfield. What a catch. Did he stay in bounds? They're going to say he did. What a grab by Jordan Gales for 18. It's getting difficult to see the numbers on the jerseys for some of these guys as the mud. Oh, that's number five there? Yes, number sir. Number five. There he goes, Jordan Gales. On the, rece- on the incredible reception, Mike, up to midfield. First and ten at midfield. Gonzalez in the shotgun. It's a give up the middle this time, and he's not going to get much. They're going to whistle it dead after no game. I'm going to be. It's going to be interesting to go back and see that on the video, how he kept his foot in bounds on that catch. That was truly incredible. Gonzalez now four for five for 27 yards. That was a Jade on the carry. It's going to be second and 10. 2.21 to go. The clock continues to run. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. For Gonzalez in the shotgun with Garnett in the backfield. Blitz coming. It's a give to Garnett. Pushing his way forward. Fighting for yards. Still fighting. Going to get about four on the play as we roll under two minutes. Great job by those offensive linemen helping their running back out to get a couple of extra yards there. It's going to be third and six at the 46-yard line. The line to gain is the 40. Neil, Zizek, and Newton to the left. Gales to the right. Gonzalez in the shotgun with Garnett. 133 to go. The clock continues to run. Sharks lead 21-0. Four man down for Bonavitra. Pressure coming. Gonzalez steps up, throws. Coming back to the ball and not able to hang on is Zyquan Neal. And it's fourth and six. Rich, do you think about going here with 116 left in the half? You don't want to give the Sharks a short field if, if you fail to convert. Uh, I could see it going either way. If you want to be aggressive, you go for it. But I also don't think it's a, the wrong move to kick it here. Carson Cato has had some struggles kicking the ball tonight. Or excuse me, Chase McGee, sorry. 10, not 11. <laughs> but Chase McGee has had some struggles kicking the ball here. Line drive kick comes down at the 21. So a 25-yard punt, and with 107 to go, Ponavitra will take over. We're a couple of minutes away from the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show. Very special 
interview coming up for you here at halftime, right, Mike? Yes, we're going to have Layla Jackson, student body president for FPC, cheerleading captain, international baccalaureate scholar, and she's up for homecoming queen. Oh, my goodness. First and 10 at the 21 for the Sharks. Burke and the Shotgun, Bulldog Show Blitz. Okla, Owen, and Madsen to the right. Ryan Smith to the left. Pistol formation. 107 to go. Burke's going to call his own number. He's strung out. He's going to be knocked down by Corinthians Watson for a one-yard loss. Boy, that's one thing that the, the Bulldogs have made a great adjustment on is on stopping Benjamin Burke when he tries to get outside of the pocket or step up in the pocket to get those big running plays. He has not been able to do it as much here in the second quarter as he did in the first quarter. So they have made that adjustment. I think Potavidra is going to be happy to take this to the locker room. 35 seconds to go. 21 nothing Sharks, second and 11 at the 19. Burke in the pistol. Sharks, second and 11. Cases the deep back. Owen and Oakland to the right. It's a give to Case up the middle. Pushing the pile forward, maybe a yard or two on the play. Looking for room through the center, not much there. Third down. And so to bring up third down and nine, FPC seems to be content to take it to the locker room too. They have not called any timeouts. Five seconds to go. Three, two, one. And that is your first half. Ponavidra 21, FPC 0. We are going to get the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play coming up here in a little bit. Tough first half there for the FPC Bulldogs. Yes, they trail 21 nothing to the Ponavidra Sharks. We'll have the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play halftime show when we get back after these words. Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this weekend's exciting show about opioid addiction and how some communities are seeing a massive reduction in overdose deaths. Find out what's working. Find out what needs to occur. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Live Workshop Play Florida. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. 
easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime. We're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around, Arctic Breeze. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Money. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. 
Hey, you're never gonna believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street Bunnell. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this weekend's exciting show about opioid addiction and how some communities are seeing a massive reduction in overdose deaths. Find out what's working. Find out what needs to occur. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Live Workshop Play, Florida. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Yeah, back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, 21-0, Ponte Vedra over FPC. You're hearing the sounds of the Flagler Palm Coast marching band. Playing through the rain, Mike, and they're doing a great job. John Seth has the best band in the land, no questions about it, in my opinion. And you're seeing why tonight. Listen to this. It's raining out there. They sound great. They're flawless. This is why they are the best. Tough tough night here in football county. Um, The home county, St. John's, really kind of putting it on the um, football county schools. 21-0 here at the half. Ponte Vedra leads FPC in the District 4S4 opener. Up in St. Augustine, the alma mater is up 35-3. to three. Four touchdown passes by Dylan Cook. And a rushing touchdown by Bam, Lo- Bam Lyons late in the first half. It's 35-3 St. Augustine. A Landon Grover field goal. The only points in the county tonight so far. Well, and there's the FPC fight song. And maybe we'll see a little fight from the Bulldogs coming up in the second half. You don't necessarily... It was not a great first half for the Bulldogs, no doubt about it. But you started to see some adjustments from the defense there in the second quarter. If they could just start to get something going on offense, which it seemed they did at the end of the second quarter there as well, just couldn't get any points on the board, perhaps you could make this a ball game. It's only a three-score game with a whole half of football to go. I don't watch that first half, Mike, and feel like Ponte Vedra is so much better than FPC. They're obviously the better team here tonight. FPC dealing with injuries. However, I don't watch this game and feel like they're being completely outclassed. Things just didn't go their way in that first half. Well, Ponte Vedra outgained FPC 238 to 53. Well, there goes that notion. (laughs) You know, you look at it and you think Ponte Vedra's had the ball the whole game. They've only had the ball 12 more seconds than FPC in this game. and They've only run three more plays but those three plays, they have three more plays and an extra 185 yards. Thanks to the combination of Benjamin Burke, who ran for 78 in the first half, and 107 from Brian Case. He was three for five passing, was Burke, for 50 yards for FPC. Caden Gonzalez, four for six, 27 yards. Amina Jaini was the leading rusher with 23 yards rushing. And then Benny Garnett added 12 more. Injuries have really affected the Bulldogs tonight. So 
and it's it, it's it, it's a domino effect because La Pepa, Ethan La Pepa is out tonight with an injury, and as is Travell Adams. So Roman Caliendo, who's normally on offense, is playing defensive end tonight. So that's affected the FPC offense. More so, more than anything affecting the FPC offense is, of course, that Marcus Mitchell is out of the game tonight. Marcus Mitchell, LaPepa, as you mentioned, that defensive line not necessarily as dominant as we've seen in recent weeks. That running game really did a great job against them. In that Shout out John half. Seth, the best oh, band is. director. Great job out in there. The there he is. <laughs> Sounding great. As always. There's no bigger fan of the FPC band than me, I promise. I know. I, I, I should have had the camera on in here. Everyone would have seen you dancing and the moves and the whole thing. <laughs> eh, a little sw- I still got a little sway. I mean, I know I, I look like I've lived a rough r- life. I was just born this ugly. <laughs> I, I mean, look, tough. But I do think that they can come out here, different team in the second half, make some plays on offense, and at least make this a ball game. I don't think that it's going to end 35 nothing Sharks. I think the Bulldogs are going to come out here in the second half and show us somewhat of what they're capable of, even with the injuries. They have, it's not an insurmountable lead by any stretch of the imagination, especially getting the ball to start the third quarter. But they've got to... I think they've really got to get in the end zone on the first drive, really get take some of that momentum from Ponavidra because it was a tale of two quarters for Ponavidra. They had the ball most of the first quarter and got on the board, and then the second quarter, it was just quick strikes. And how important was that fumble recovery by that was huge. Jamon Little? Excuse me, that was Kavi Tolshin who had the fumble recovery, but how big was that? Probably 28 nothing if, if they don't get that recovery. And, and then at that point, I think we are talking about FPC being in, 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 in an insurmountable hole. But I just feel like we saw signs there at the end of the first half where the Bulldogs started to be able to move the football. You saw Caden Gonzalez get outside of the pocket, complete a pass. You saw the defense stopping Burke and the running game at the end of that first half. Maybe the Bulldogs can carry that over here in the second half and at least cut into that lead. Don't forget the Bulldogs, they do get the ball to start the second half, so that's a huge deal for them as well. If you get you get the second half started with a score, all of a sudden you have a two-score game, uh, say eight minutes or so to go in the third quarter, you feel like you're in it. And there's plenty of time, and FPC has shown an ability to strike down the field. We all know what a big home run hitter Mikael Zizek and Zizek, um, Zyquan Neal are for the Bulldogs, so they can strike back in a hurry. They've done a good job of Slowing down the physicality of that Pontevedra offensive line. We talked before the game that that is the strength of the team, and it really feels like they have made strides. I'm not saying it's been pretty, but, you know, after that first drive, they ran down the field a five-minute drive, ran for all but eight yards of it, and FPC since then has seemed to be able to at least fight back. And again, down... Two talented offensive linemen, big Travell Adams. He's a big plug in the middle. And then Ethan LaPepa off the edge, who, whose specialty is bringing pressure to the quarterback. Huge loss. Huge, Huge loss. loss. You're listening to the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show. FPC trails Panavidra 21-0 in their first district game of 2023. So we have a special interview here that we've wanted to get to 
on the broadcast. Uh, who did you get a chance to talk to, Mike? A couple weeks back, I got to talk to Layla Jackson, and Layla is the student government president for FPC. She's an international baccalaureate scholar. She's a cheerleading, cha- uh, cheerleading captain, and she's also up for homecoming queen. Wow, that's impressive. So the, the very <laughs> talented Layla Jackson, I was very lucky to catch up with her. When did you start cheering? So I didn't start doing cheer until my freshman year in high school. Before then, I'd done dance, but I saw cheer and I saw how much fun that it looked like everyone was having that was in it. And I was honestly amazed at the spirit that all the cheerleaders had when I would go to games before I attended FPC. But yeah, I started in freshman year, so this would be my fourth year running. What was the transition from dance like? The transition, it was definitely different because of the addition of stunting. I didn't have any experience going in, but putting in the work and making sure to attend practices and going in with a good mindset really helped me grow in that regard. What's been your favorite memory so far in cheer? I would say my favorite memory would have to be cheering when it rains. (laughs) Even though it seems unfortunate, honestly, it's so much fun because pushing through and Despite the circumstance, when it rains, honestly, everyone just comes together. And we realize at the end of the day, it's about fun and making sure that everyone has a good time. That makes me think of something else. What about when the lights go out? Because I know most people in high school, that may happen once. It seems to happen all the time at FPC. What about those moments, cheering in the dark? So some of those moments are actually my favorite. I'm so glad you asked because sometimes it'll work out. So it's happened twice to me. And one of the times I know that our theme was neon out. So everyone ended up like glowing in the dark. And we honestly had a dance party. It was so much fun. And it wasn't scary at all. It was such like a crazy experience that we had the time of our lives. I have video of it. It's one of the loudest times I've ever seen at the Sal. It was incredible. It was awesome. You're the student body president. What inspired you to take that on? So for student body president, I'm also involved in the Student Government Association. And I also got involved in that my freshman year. And between cheer and also SGA, school spirit is a huge part of my experience here at FPC. And what inspired me to get involved is honestly making memories with everyone and realizing that service is one of my biggest drives for what makes me come to school every day, what keeps me involved. And I love how I can see service being a part of my experience in SGA and cheerleading. Why do you have so much pride in FPC? What makes it so special? Sometimes it's hard to answer this because I love my school so much. Um, My pride. Pride in FEC honestly comes from seeing how authentic we are. We have every kid, every walk of life here at our school, from all the things that you can think of, every background, and it makes us who we are. And the things that we've been through in the past couple of years, we've shown that we're resilient, that we have amazing kids, and being a part of the culture here is one of the greatest blessings I've ever had. Now, do you have aspirations of holding public office someday? I used to. I'm still thinking about it, um, but it's definitely um, on the list of things I would want to do. What about your college plans? Have you figured out where you want to go yet? I'm sure you've been out checking out colleges and really looking into it. Have you narrowed it down? Yes. So thank God I have the parents I have because they definitely put college on the forefront of what I'm looking for. I'm also in the International Baccalaureate program, so looking at Florida schools for scholarships has definitely been on my list. University of Florida, Florida State University, and the University of South Florida. What do you want to accomplish before you leave FPC? I definitely want to accomplish making a lot more people feel included and emphasizing that getting involved is one of the best things that you can do and to start now. A lot of kids, they think, well, I'll do it sophomore year. 
I'll do it junior year, I'll do it senior year. In a blink of an eye, now I'm here. So I definitely want to emphasize that. Start now, get involved now, and it'll be worth it. What do you do in the little spare time you have? What do you like to do for fun? Honestly, I will hang out with my family. I will hang out with my parents because I'm the youngest and one of my sisters is in college and then my oldest sister, she lives in another state. So taking that time with them. I like to sleep a lot, <laughs> recharge. I think that's super important to refuel. And I like to read, watch movies, pretty much normal stuff. <laughs> Don't ever change the sleeping thing. People would be startled to know how much I sleep in on the weekends. Oh my gosh, I think it's so important. <laughs> What's your favorite sport to cheer for? That's a really hard one. I ask the tough questions. Uh, I would have to say football. Because even though I love basketball and I love the types of cheers we have, it's amazing. Absolutely love that season. But with football, you have so many different groups come together to make the Friday Night Lights culture. You have the band. You have Starlet. You have Cheer. You have our awesome student section. It really helps to paint a picture of what FPC is and who we are. I think that's one of the things that gets lost about FPC is that, yeah, every school has a football team and every school has all the things that you just said, but very few schools bring them together like FPC. The band is just as much a part of the football game as the starlets, as the cheerleaders. Everybody kind of works together as one. It's very special. I completely agree. We really are something special. How excited are you for Friday night? I am stoked. I'm really stoked. I'm especially excited for our first home game on September 8th, and I can't wait to see everyone come back. I can't wait for our freshman class to see what FEC is really about, experiencing as a student for the first time. Every year is great, but this year feels different. I feel something awesome coming. You're a senior now. Do you still get goosebumps? Do you still get excited before a competition, before a game? Is that energy still flowing? Before games, I am just as nervous as when I was put on the JV team my freshman year, especially now with having a captain title. It's a different kind of pressure. I know a lot more people in the stands now, but honestly, using that energy to do my best and put my best foot forward or my best palm forward, it really helped to help control all that nervous energy and put it toward doing my best. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, about a minute away from the Start of the second half, you're listening to the Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play Halftime Show. Great interview there with Layla Jackson, Mike Licio. Absolutely an amazing young lady. You know, it's a privilege to get to cover these kids in Flagler County, obviously on the morning sports. But And I've got to interview a lot of great kids, and Layla might be one of the most talented, most wonderful person I've ever interviewed. I, you just listen to her speak, and you're like, man, this kid has her life together in a way that at 42, I would only hope to yeah. dream of being. Right. There's nothing she can't do. The whole world, her whole life is ahead of her. And people don't realize, you know, cheerleading, that's a sport, too. You know, there are competitions and, and the whole thing, and it takes incredible athleticism to uh, do that. Halftime update in St. Augustine. Matanzas trails 42-3, to so that will be a running clock in the second half. Wow. We can talk as this game goes on about the playoff rankings that came out. Matanzas currently sixth in the region. FPC currently eighth in theirs. And what? They stopped the clock. <laughs> what, <laughs> um, what What? this does for their playoff hopes, I don't think it does much for Matanzas. I think this, I talked about it at the beginning of the year. I thought Matanzas was a 7-3 and three team and a team that, you know, would be in almost every game and that the losses 
I thought they'd have three losses. St. Augustine was obviously one of those. FPC was one that could be. And the only and then they have a tough game against Clay, which we'll have here. But other than that, I think Matanzas is going to be able to recover from this and run the table. So back here, as Evan Redmond kicks it deep, that's fielded by Newton at the one. Coming up the middle of the field, he's going to be knocked down just across the 20-yard line. And that is where FPC will start the third quarter. And as I mentioned, it's crucial for the Bulldogs to get some points here on this first drive of the second half to at least feel like you're in this game and give yourself the notion that uh, you can actually win this game and it starts here on this drive. So this will be first and 10 at the 22-yard line for the Bulldogs. Kading Gonzalez has gone all the way. That will be Jaquan Grimes, who we haven't seen on the offensive side of the ball in a while at a running back. Talented, though. Caliendo, Newton, and Neal to the left. Zizek to the right in the shotgun. 21-0 Sharks lead. First play from scrimmage. It's a gift to Grimes. He has a big hole. Great job by Ponavidra to close it up. He'll get about five on the play. Yeah, but even better job by Grimes there to keep his legs moving for a couple of extra yards. Nice run there on first down for the Bulldogs. And Jaquan Grimes started the preseason as a running back and then got moved to linebacker and now he's back at running back. Neal, Caliendo and Newton to the left. Zizek to the right. Gonzalez in the shotgun on second and five from the 28. Takes the snap. It's a give up the middle. Big hole for Grimes. He's across the 35 and down to the 36-yard line. Pick up of eight for Jaquan Grimes. And you can tell the crowd is still in a bit of shock from that first half. Very uh, low-key atmosphere here at Sal Campanella. First and 10 from the 35 as the Bulldogs get back to work. Caliendo now lined up on the left side at tight end. It's a pass to him in the flat. Turning it upfield across the 40. Down across the 45. Knocking over a bunch of sharks. He's going to be just short of the first down, I believe. Yeah, right at the sticks. Maybe a half yard short, a couple of inches. They're going to give it to him. And yeah, you, you saw him like a bowling ball knock over four sharks there. So a 10-yard catch for Caliendo and it's first and 10 Bulldogs at the 45. Gonzalez in the shotgun, three to the right, two to the one to the left. Give to Grimes up the middle. He's got a hole. He's got a first down. And maybe a little more. So it seems like the Bulldogs have found something here with Jaquan Grimes running the football. Another first down and into Sharks territory. Not a place the Bulldogs have seen often here tonight. They're going to give him 12 on that play. So it'll be first and 10 at the 47 for the Bulldogs. 10.44 to go in the third quarter. Trailing 21-0 is FPC. And they whistle it dead. False start by the Bulldogs. First penalty we've seen in a while. That's going to push them back to about midfield and set up a... First down and 15. 31 yards and penalties for FPC. 10 for Panavidra. I wouldn't say penalties have been a major factor in this game so far. 
They move the ball back to the 48. Caliendo, Newton, and Neal to the left. Ajede in the backfield with Gonzalez. Zizek to the right. It's a gift to Ajede. He falls forward close to the original line of scrimmage. Picks up five on the play. It'll be second and ten at the 43. Ajede can uh, rip off a big one here. Ten minutes to go in the third. Play action. It's the Caliendo in the flat. He turns the corner. He turns upfield. Drops that shoulder. He's across the 30. Still going close to the 25 and a Bulldog first down. There we go. Now we're seeing some football from these Bulldogs. Another tough run from Caliendo after the catch. They're going to mark him out at the 27. It's a gain of 16. Caliendo's second catch of the night. Second time, Gonzalez finds him in the flat here on this drive. Gonzalez in the shotgun with Garnett. It's a gift to Garnett. Turns it inside. Maybe a yard or two there. And that's been the difference here on this drive. They've been able to get the running game going, which has opened it up a little bit for a couple of nice completions to Caliendo. So maybe a yard... Call it a second and a long eight. Gonzalez in the shotgun, looking downfield, firing towards the corner. A lot of contact. And incomplete. Yep, they were both fighting for position there. I think it's a good no call. So it's going to be third and nine here at the 27-yard line. 9-0. Two to go in the third quarter. Sharks lead 21-0. And you got to figure this is for down territory. Neal all alone to the left. Newton, Caliendo, and Zizek to the right. Pistol formation with Ajede in the backfield. He's going to shift over. Gonzalez takes the snap. Looking to throw. Steps up. And he's going to be brought down. There's a flag on the play. In the area of holding, but maybe they got the face mask in there. Robbie Grieco with his second sack of the night. Depending on the call for the penalty, I would assume it's holding. It is holding against the Bulldogs, but I guess you decline this. And they're waiting on Steve Price to make that decision. It would either be third and 19 at the 39 or fourth and eight at the 30, fourth and 11 at the 31. And they are going to decline it. All right, so Bulldogs have one shot at it here. Fourth and nine at the Shark 29-yard line to keep this drive going. It's only a loss of one on the play, so it'll be fourth and ten at the 28. Robbie Daly and Mikhail Zizek to the right. Daniel Fish calls a timeout. Time is followed by the offense. And we'll take a timeout with them back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app.
Hey, you're never gonna believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street Banel. Mike Glicio, Rich Carroll back with you at Sal Campanella Stadium. Out of the timeout, 841 left to go in the third quarter. Ponte Ranger leads 21 to nothing. It'll be fourth and 10 at the 20. We'll call it a long nine at the 27-yard line for FPC. Caliendo, Daly, and Zizek to the right. Newton and Neal to the left, an empty backfield for Caden Gonzalez. They go five wide on fourth and ten. Fighting Bulldog offense, fourth down. Gonzalez by himself in the backfield. Shark show blitz. Gonzalez takes the snap, back to throw, fires over the middle. Great play, great coverage that time by Maddox Babin to break that pass up. Yeah, he tried to fit it in there and just couldn't do it. Great coverage by that secondary of Pontevedra, and the Bulldogs turn it over on downs. Maddox Babin, yes, that is the son of former Jaguar and Eagle and NFL sack specialist Jason Babin. You know, his father wasn't known for making plays like that. He was a pass rusher. He was see ball, get ball. <laughs> Sharks take over. First and 10 at the 28-yard line. And it's a give up the middle to Case. We'll see a lot of that, I would imagine, Rich. Right. He loses about a yard that time. And once again, the Bulldogs do an excellent job on first down against the run. They've really turned it around on that in this game. And it's going to bring up, actually gave, put him down for a loss of one. Second and 11. That's Owen on the right side to the left. Okla, Madsen, and Smith. In the backfield is Case with Burke. Burke back to throw. Pressure coming. Sets up the screen. It's complete to Case. He's got some room to run. He's across the 40. He's across the 50. He's down inside the 40. And brought down. Touchdown saving tackle by Brandon Duncan. Coach Fish felt that the officials missed a hold on that play. It was very close. Very close. And there's an official down on the field, Mike. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if he slipped. Official down on the field. He's okay. Looks like he's all right. He must have slipped trying to get down. And they spot the ball at the 20. So it is a 53-yard completion, the case. Longest pass of the night. And it was a perfect play. The Bulldogs consistently trying to get pressure on the quarterback with the blitz here tonight. And they dialed up the perfect play, a screen pass to defeat the blitz on that play. 7.44 7.44 to go. The clock starts again. First and 10 at the 20 for the Sharks. That's Joseph Stevens in the backfield. We've got a bunch to the right for the Sharks. Burke back to throw. 
Plenty of time. Looking towards the corner of the end zone. It's going to be knocked down. Oh, I thought Aiden Peterson had a beat on that one. Yeah, it just kind of fluttered up there. It was a wounded duck. And, man, oh, man, he had a great shot at the interception there. Burke now four for seven on the night. 103 yards. Sharks now over 300 yards of offense. 721 to go in the third quarter. Jack Burquist all alone to the left. We've got a bunch with Madsen, Okla, and Owen to the right. That's a give up the middle of the case. Pushing it forward. Maybe about two on the play. So here we go, third and long for the Sharks. You figure this is, they have not shown a desire to kick a field goal in this game, so you figure this might be four down territory for them as well. And Redmond is three for four on field goal attempts, but the field conditions may not be conducive to it. Right. Owen all alone to his right. Madsen to the left. Shotgun formation as he comes in motion. That is Madsen going to the right. A give to Case. No, a play action. Burke pulls it back. Wide open in the corner, and it's a touchdown to Madsen. But there is a flag on the play. It looks like it's going to be holding against the Sharks. The Bulldogs were completely fooled on that play. Might get bailed out here. And it's, uh, what is that, illegal an eligi- man downfield? eligible man downfield. So Bulldogs catch a break there. So. Yeah, they were. I was fooled on that play. I had no idea who had the ball. That was a great play. Great ball handling skills displayed there by Benjamin Burke. 6.33 to go in the third quarter. 21 to nothing. Sharks lead. It'll be third and 13 at the 23-yard line. We've seen everything from Burke here tonight. Great passes. One to Griffin Owen for the long touchdown pass. Big runs. Ball handling skills there. It's a nice quarterback. Low snap. Burke fields it. Fires over the middle. Little bit of a miscommunication there. It looked like there was a runner running the wheel route and another one running a post, and he threw it between the two of them. And is that special teams coming out? Oh, we got a timeout, Mike. Let's take it. Back in 30 seconds. This is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring. We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash Cash it in. at FPC, Sal Campanella Stadium after the officials give Panavidra a water break timeout on 4th and 13 at a critical juncture in the game, so let's give props to the officials for the assist there. Ball is going to be at the 23-yard line on 4th and 13, and it looks like they're going to attempt a field goal. As we said, Redmond Man, three-yard three field goal. You could see the field if you're watching on, on uh, the Flagler Radio YouTube channel. The field is chewed up. 40 yards in this wind. Drew Price to hold. Now, it is blowing in the right direction for them. 
There's a snap. It's down. Kick is up. It is a line drive kick, and it is through. Wow, impressive. Clock continues to run. 6.17 to go in the third quarter. Ponteridra leads 24 to nothing. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School Football and WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. Have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Evan Redman kicks his fourth field goal of the season to give the Sharks a 24-0 lead. 6.17 to go in the third quarter. As he steps in this one. Newton back deep. It's a line drive kick. That's fielded by the up man. I believe that was Caliendo. Yeah, big collision there at the 35-yard line as well. So the Bulldogs will take over first and 10 at their own 35. Kept it within three scores. I think you refresh the scoreboard by hitting the play button there, Mike. Says I've hit the play button. Oh, there you go. First and 10 at the 36-yard line for FPC. Two receivers to either side. It's Antoine Jenkins, a tight end. It's a give up the middle. Diving forward is a Jede for two. And you can't say enough about how huge a field goal that was. Instead of a three-score game, now it's a four-score game. And you start to see the clock play against the Bulldogs here as we're getting to about 17 minutes left in this game. Speaking of clocks, they're getting ready to get underway under a rolling clock in St. Augustine, 42-3, to St. Augustine leads. Give to Jady. Play action complete to Newton. His yep. momentum carries him across the first down marker. And that was executed perfectly. Great ball fake and great route from Newton over the middle, and it was a strike from Gonzalez. First and 10 at the 49. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Give to Ajede off to the right side. Across midfield, maybe a little more. And this is about where you start to see the Bulldogs stall a little on these drives. They get to midfield. They get to about the 40. There's a penalty. And uh, then we're turning the ball over on downs. They give Ajede three on the play. So ball is at the 48. Second and seven. 4.53 to go in the third quarter. That's a give off the left side to Ajede. Cuts upfield. Maybe a yard or two as he's met by Maddox Babin. Brings up third down and five. At the 46. Well, you obviously have uh, two shots at it here. 
I would uh, give both of those shots to Gonzalez. See if he can make a play. Newton and Isaac to the right. To the left is Neal by himself. Caliendo to tight end. And I believe that's Garnett in the game now. Back to throw. Pressure coming. Rolling out is Gonzalez. Looking downfield. Intercepted. And he's going to be down right there. We've been saying that name a lot the last few minutes. Maddox Babin with the pick. Yeah, and he had Cody Newton on the sideline there. He stopped right uh, in, in the soft spot of the zone. It just underthrew him. Threw it right to the defender. So Sharks will take over. 4.03 to go in the third quarter. Bulldogs just unable. Once they get to midfield and get a little past that point, they, they just the Sharks have stiffened up on defense, and they've given the Bulldogs nothing once the Bulldogs get into Shark territory here tonight. So first and 10 at the 37-yard line, the Sharks will take over. This is just one of those nights you're going to have to write off and, and turn the page on quickly. I don't think FPC has a game left on the schedule after this one that they can't win. Heading down to Melbourne a week from today. Delayed handoff to Case that time. Another tackle for Kronk. Sharks with a run up the middle. Not much room there. Second down. No gain there. It'll be second and ten. Clock under four minutes now in the third. Now, not a lot of urgency, obviously, from Panavidra. He's trying to run the ball and run some clock. Oakland Smith to the right. Madsen and Owen to the right. The other guys to the left. It's a give up the middle of the case. Play action. Kobe Kronk is going to get Kronk and drop him for a loss. Now, there was a lot of frustration in that sack as well from Kobe Kronk. And it's frustrating for a defense, you know, since the first quarter ended, they've done a great job. They have, but they just haven't been able to get anything going. It's going to be third and 14. And that, what was that, 51-yard touchdown to Griffin Owen, that was a backbreaker right there. But since that play, Bulldogs really given up nothing in this game. And there's timeout on the field. Back in 30 seconds. This is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. 2.50 to go in the third quarter. Out of the timeout. It's third and 14. It was an official timeout. Sharks lead 24-0. Burke in the shotgun with Case in the backfield. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Takes a snap, back to throw, pressure coming, looking downfield, one-on-one coverage. Peterson had good coverage, and somehow Smith still caught that ball. What a catch. Yeah, it's basically one-on-one matchup right there. Who's going to win? Jump ball, and you thought Peterson was going to get a hand on it, but somehow it found its way to the Shark receiver. 
And I believe that was his first catch of the game. It's good for 28. Who was that? That was Madsen? I believe that was Smith. That was Smith. And Peterson had great coverage. He just found the ball. Yeah. First and 10 at the 40. Bunch formation to the left. One receiver to the right is Owen. Two receivers in motion. Wait a second. Apparently, oh, there we go. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, a, that's not allowed. And they're going to say Panavitra called timeout before that's that. That's a penalty. Oh. Come on. Oh, no. What's going on here? Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening <laughs> to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Fifty-nine to go in the third quarter. Panavidra made the trip down from the north end of St. John's County, home of the world-famous Mike Leachio. Yeah. Well, and, and, and we should throw that reminder out there now, Mike. The Rich and Mike Sports Show tomorrow morning at 7.30. Post-game show. Uh, man, that's going to be a rough one. <laughs> out of the timeout, first and 10 at the 40 for the Sharks. Smith in motion. He's with Owen on the right. Rolling to his right is Burke. Turns upfield. Using that muddy field to his advantage, spins and gets about five on the play. Yeah, FPC player is losing footing there, giving Burke a chance to get a couple of extra yards. That is his longest run since the 51-yard touchdown run. So it's to be second and five at the 35. Under 90 seconds to go in the third quarter. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Madsen now in motion. It's a give to the right side to Case. Turns upfield. He's got a first down. He's got room to run in more. Touchdown saving tackle by Zayden Green inside the 15. And now the Bulldogs, they're getting tired out there, this defense. And that's when you use that powerful running game to win games. Case has only got 11 carries tonight, but he has 129 yards on those carries. If you're mathing at home, that's almost 12 yards to carry. Pistol formation of Stevens checks in at running back. Under a minute to go. Is he pointing at us, Mike, the official there? Is he saying I didn't hi? do it. <laughs> what, do we, what do we do? It's a flag on the broadcast booth. So I think that's a sideline warning on FPC. Somebody looked at me. It wasn't this announcer. It was the other announcer. <laughs> oh, okay. Three to the left, one to the right. No, Fumble. Burke falls on it. Clock continues to run under a minute here in the third quarter after a loss of three. Twenty-five seconds ago, this might be the last play of the third quarter, or they might just let it run out. 
Yeah, it looks like uh, Panavidra in no rush to run a play here. 49-3 St. Augustine, 4.32 to go on a rolling clock in the third at the alma mater. Five seconds to go in the third quarter. They're just going to let it run out. So three quarters complete. Panavidra leads 24-0 over FPC. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here for the fourth quarter. Panavidra leads 24 to nothing. Rich, I've had enough fun tonight. Why don't you take over? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Panavidra looking to put an exclamation point on this one. They lead 24 to nothing. Getting the fourth quarter started here. Busy over here running commercials. I forgot this is my quarter. <laughs> You know, after the last two weeks, I'm not sure you want it. Yeah, I was like, wait, they're about to score here. It must be Mike's quarter. FPC almost jumps offside there. They're showing blitz. Panavidra has a second down from the FPC 18-yard line. They lead 24-0. Burke takes the snap. Going to throw it to Case in the flat, and he's going to lose about five yards on that one. So it's going to be fourth and long. I wonder if we'll see Redmond out here. He already has one from 40. This one would be about 38 or 39, but it's in the opposite direction. Yeah, but I see no wind out there right now, and I would think this would be a perfect spot to get the place kicker back out there, put some more points on the board. But uh, it does not look like they're leaning in that direction. It would be 38 from here. It's only third down. There you go. It is so, only third down. So third down and looks about 17. Most teams don't kick on third down. Pistol formation. Fake handoff rolling to his right as Burke throwing toward the end zone. Complete about a yard short of the first down. Well, I think you're going for it here. Yeah, now you go for it. It's a great play there. Fake handoff rolls out to the right, hits his man on the sideline. About a yard short of the first down. As I said earlier, you've seen everything from Burke here tonight. He's throwing the football with confidence, accuracy. He's run the ball well. And he's got a fourth down and short from the FPC 7. He's going to hand it off to Case. He breaks a tackle, has a first down, the goal line. And he's going to be short of the goal line. So it'll be first and goal for the Sharks. They're going to mark him at the two. So it'll be first and goal from the two for the Sharks. Man, it looked like the Bulldogs had him behind the line of scrimmage. Case is hard to tackle, isn't he? 130 yards rushing on the night. And he's going to get the ball again and looks like he'll be stopped right at the line of scrimmage, so no gain. So... We'll see if FPC can hold hold here. They need a stand here to have any sort of life. 
clock starts to become a factor. Ten and a half to go in the game. It, it's three scores is tough, but four scores. Very difficult. Lincoln has a better chance of coming back down four scores. And seven years ago. <laughs> Pistol formation this time. Second down and goal from the two. I'm glad you brought that up. I have a seven years ago story about Panavitra. Case gets it up the middle, and it's a touchdown for Panavitra. Touchdown number two tonight for Case. 30-0. Sharks. Seven years ago, I called the Panavitra. I called the Panavidra state championship game against American Heritage that they lost 35-33. What a great game that was. 30-0 pending the extra point. It is on its way, and it is good. 31-0 Pontevedra. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this weekend's exciting show about opioid addiction and how some communities are seeing a massive reduction in overdose deaths. Find out what's working. Find out what needs to occur. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Live Workshop Play, Florida. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. I gotta go talk to Fisher. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. 9.53 to go in the game. 31-0 Pontevedra in a dominating performance here tonight, Mike. It has been all sharks. This is a big game. It puts them in the driver's seat for a playoff spot. They're currently fifth in the playoff rankings. FPC currently eighth. We'll see how that shakes out. FPC has one of the toughest schedules in the state. This game is going to help that, and that's a big factor in the playoff rankings. So I think they might still stay in that eighth spot just on virtue of the tough schedule they've played. Redmond ready to kick it back to the Bulldogs. Nice high end over end kick to be fielded at the 10-yard line. Across the 20. Breaks the tackle at the 22. He's going to be pulled down at the 23-yard line, and that's where the Bulldogs will take over. Bulldogs really have not had a night like this since the opening night in Swanee. And uh, it's a bit of a step back. Do you chalk this up to injuries here tonight? I think so. That Swanee game was mistake riddled. There are a lot of mistakes on offense, a lot of mistakes on defense. I think that, you know, Ponavitra has just bullied their way around. They've used their physicality. I'm not saying that FPC wins this game if they're healthy. But it's, it's like Atlantic last week. Atlantic lost 35-7. I think they were a better team than they showed. And I feel the same way about FPC here. Pontevedra probably still wins this game, but I don't think we're talking about a 31-point deficit. Gonzalez has four wide receivers. He's going to set up the screen. And that gets about two yards for uh, Benny Garnett. Second, set up a second down and eight for the Bulldogs. So Gonzalez, you know, before that pick was 7 of 11. He's now 8 of 13 on the night, but for just 61 yards. You know, at times they've been able to move the football. They've played good defense, but when it has mattered, the Sharks have made plays and the Bulldogs haven't. Showing blitz, Garnett gets the ball again. This time he's tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Going to lose about four on the play. 
And that has more to do with mishandling the snap there. Pontevedra hasn't made the playoffs in the last two years. The last time they missed the playoffs three years in a row was 2009. And it looks like they're in the driver's seat to take care of that streak. They haven't won a playoff game since the last time Mike Licio called a Pontevedra game. <laughs> so for the Sharks' sake, they're hoping that streak ends There's this season There's always a Mike Licio angle, isn't there? <laughs> that was back in my St. Augustine radio days. Four wide receivers for Gonzalez. He's going to fake the handoff to Garnett, flip it out. Nice move that time. Takes it up to the 28-yard line. About an eight-yard gain that time for Robbie Daly. He's near a first down. And Daly with his first catch in a while. In fact, that's his second catch of the season. He's going to be short, and uh, the Bulldogs, might this be the first time we see the elephant tonight? Are they punting it? What's going on here? Well, I see Chase McGee going out there, so I think they are punting it. They marked the ball way back. Yeah, I I did not. I thought they were closer to the first down than that. And the Sharks not convinced me. They have nobody back to receive the kick. And if it takes the right bounce, and it does, it should be a nice punt. There's a flag on the field. It rolls dead at the 25. We'll check the flag. That was a 52-yard punt, but there are two flags on the play. I think we know what these are going to be. I'm guessing somebody's getting called for a hold or a block in the back. Or maybe both because there's two flags. Two flags on the field, so we'll check that. Still waiting as the officials discuss... Teams are ready to play. Officials still talking about it. 7.29 to go. And it's going to be holding against the Sharks. One-sided affair here tonight. Tough game for the Bulldogs. They're going to have to bounce back next week. We got a very... And again, the schedule doesn't get any easier. We talked about the top 20 schedule before they played this Pontevedra team. That looks like they're going to be 4-1. They're going to be playing a very tough O'Galley team in Melbourne next week. So it doesn't get any easier for FPC. It does not. And as you mentioned, tough night for Football County. Good feelings after last week. That's the way it is from week to week. Never know what's going to happen. Handoff up the middle, squeezing through there for a nice gain on first down. Close to a first down. They're going to give it to him. Another first down for the Sharks on the ground. And that was Stevens that time on the carry. Yeah, Joseph Stevens kind of bursted right through there, breaking a tackle. Didn't look like there was much room, but he found the hole. First down in 10, Ponavidra from their own 25. Fake handoff that time, flips it out in the flat, up to the 40. About 15 yards on first down that time. Another first down. That was complete, I believe, to number eight, Landon Okla. His jersey covered in the mud. Picks up about 15 on the play. It'll be first down and 10 for the Sharks. 6.40 to go in the game. 
First down and 10 from their own 40. Pistol formation, four wide receivers. Burke, 6 of 10, 131 yards. And actually, that is not Burke in the game. That is the backup, Drew Price. So Price in at quarterback with Stevens in the backfield. Price fumbles the ball. He's going to fall on it. Avoid turning it over that time. We've seen that a few times here from the Sharks tonight. The Bulldogs able to take advantage of it on one play when it was 14-0. But uh, that's about it. And, you know, with this field and the condition it is, a lot, a lot of rain in Flagler County this past week. Three, or, I believe three to four inches. You're the news guy, though, so <laughs> I'll defer to I'm you. I'm the news guy, but I'm not the meteorologist. I can tell you it's raining outside, but beyond that. <laughs> Rolling to his right is Price. Complete for a couple yards there. That time out to Mark Holder. Got about five on that play. Nice hit that time by Michael London. So it'll be third and ten for the Sharks from the 40. Good opportunity for some of these guys to get a shot out there, take some snaps, get some reps, and live action. Nothing like playing in an actual game. Sharks have completed eight passes to seven receivers tonight. They've spread the ball around. Not normally the time for this song, although I love it. Price straight back to pass, avoids the sack. He's going to step up, take it himself across the 50. Slides down at the 45 for about 14 yards. Another big run out of the quarterback position for the Sharks. This time, Drew Price. 4.55 to go. And uh, I think, uh, what, what do we have going on here? Uh, a stoppage in play, maybe? And uh, we'll take it with them. 31-0 Sharks, 4.55 to go in the game. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to the Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires. Custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back here at Sal Campanella, 31-0. Sharks, 4.55 to go in the game. Tough night for the Bulldogs. Sharks moving the football with the reserves in. Pirates get a touchdown. It's 49-9 with eight minutes left. Efforting to find out who scored for the Pirates. Drew Price in the pistol formation. A good son would have known who scored for the Pirates. <laughs> Man in motion from left to right is Cole Madsen. Fake handoff. Rolling to his right is Price. He's going to hit Okla in the flat for about seven yards. Oakland's third catch of the night. Price three for three. Moving the ball. He's looked good since he's come in. Ball at the 40. They've got some big dudes on this team. Brian Case, by the way, has an offer at Florida Atlantic. You see why. Yeah, he's looked good here tonight. Jake Guarnera, the center, is a Michigan commit. Again, dominant. Second down and three for the Sharks. Four wide receivers. 
Price in the pistol. Stevenson back there. Steve Price had to hit the reset button on this program when he took over. And I think the team is back to being the Pontevedra we all knew and loved for the last decade. Fake handoff to Stevens. Price going to keep it himself. Has a first down. 35-30. Gets to the outside. Inside the 20. Makes a move there and falls down at the 11-yard line. Got 29 yards. He says, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to get hit by <laughs> yeah. any of these big guys. It's like, I'm good with that. 29 yards. Now he's got to be feeling good about himself. Uh, Drew Price, he's looked really good since he's come in the game, completing passes, making plays with his legs. Three for three. 37 yards rushing, 28 passing. We've got 3.40 to go in the game. Clock still moving. Sharks moving as well. They got the ball at the FPC 11-yard line. First down and 10 from there. See if I can find out who scored. Man in motion from left to right is Madsen. Rolling to his left is Price, looking to the end zone. Now he's going to keep it himself again. Inside the 10, taken down at the 6-yard line. Gain of about 5. And that is the last thing you want to see for either team. Yeah, there's an injured Bulldog on the field. We'll take an injury timeout. 31-0. Panavidra over FPC with 3.04 left. In the ball game, we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Flagler County High School football and watching Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street, Bunnell. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. Have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Back here at Sal Campanella, second down. Man in motion from left to right, handoff up the middle. Bulldogs put a stop to that, maybe a gain of about a yard. 
and that was Stevens that time on the run. 31 nothing, 240 to go. Three carries, 14 yards for Stevens. Cole Hash with a late touchdown. It's 49-9 St. Augustine in the fourth quarter. The only Flagler County player to score a touchdown this week. Yeah, well, there's still a little time left in this game, but not looking good for FBC to get on the scoreboard here tonight. Third down and goal from the five for the Sharks. Price hands it off to Stevens. Stevens off the right side, makes a man miss, and he's going to be tackled for a loss at about the seven. There is a flag on the field. It's interesting because it'd be fourth and about seven, but well, maybe. Uh, or do you take third well, it is and against fifth. the Sharks? So you take third and fifteen at the fifteen, or do you take fourth and seven at the? Yeah, they're going to take. It'll be actually about fourth and thirteen. Fourth and thirteen. Well, it is third down. Well, that's what I mean. They, were, they took the penalty. I don't know if I would have taken the penalty right. if I were FPC and made it fourth down. Or I guess it's thirty-one nothing. Does it really matter? Well, I figure they could keep them out of the end zone this way. Although well, they do commit the penalty there, offsides on the defense. That'll push it up five yards for the Sharks in the other direction. Thirty-one nothing. Sharks. One forty-two to go. In the game, tough night here as the Bulldogs open district play. They are the defending district champions. Not much better to the north. It's a final. Matanzas falls to St. Augustine 49-9. My mainland St. Augustine um, 3S championship final prediction is still looking good, though. All right, all right. And here come the Sharks. Third down, and we'll say about eight from the 10-yard line. Third down and goal from there, I should say. Oh, they can get a first down. Price in the shotgun. Stevens in the backfield with him. Stevens gets the ball, and he is hit immediately by Colby Cronk at the 11-yard line. And that'll bring up fourth down, and uh, you hold on to the ball here. We are under a minute to go. I think the official's waiting for the, the ball has been spotted. I think he's waiting for it to get under 40 seconds to wind it. And he is. So I think this is, I think, I think they're going to. It's probably going to be it. They never did whistle the 40-second clock to stop. But I wonder if Ponavidra is just going to take a delay. Right. That's what I was figuring. They're not going to run another play here. Or take a timeout with 21 seconds left. Again, avoiding, to avoid running up the score. That's right. We'll take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring. we got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Money. Back here at Tal Campanella Stadium, 
21 seconds left in the game. 31-0, Pontevedra. Dominating performance here tonight. Benjamin Burke would be my Pontevedra player of the game. If you want to find out who the FPC player of the game is, you got to listen to the Rich and Mike Sports Show tomorrow morning at 7.30. If you miss it live, check it out on the Flagler Radio app. So, district update, Menendez is up 30-14 to 14 on Gainesville. So, St. Augustine will be 2-0 in the district. Menendez will be 1-1. One one. Gainesville will be 0-1. And, and Matanzas will be 0-1. Clay we had the bye this week. So, they are tied for, they are in third place in the district. The Sharks in victory formation take a step back and take a knee, that's going to be a turnover on downs, and uh, the Bulldogs will get the ball back here. FPC 0-1, falls to last in the district. Panavid was first. In the middle, Nice and Tokoy have not played any district games yet. Yes, a tough game to bounce back from. A lot of hopes coming into this game. It figured it was going to be a tight game. Bulldogs dealing with significant Injuries coming into this one, and it definitely, you have to say, played a role in the outcome here tonight. Uh, you said it before. I, I'm not sure if it means they would have won this game, but uh, maybe they would have been able to compete better. So, Roman Caliendo, you saw the difference he made when he was able to get in on the offensive side of the ball, and I think that hurt him. Of course, Marcus Mitchell not being there hurts too. 15 seconds left. Gonzalez handoff up the middle, and that should be the final play of the game to a J-Day. Gonzalez, I mean Gonzalez. Marcus Mitchell, the biggest loss in this game, but there were some other significant losses too. LaPepa and Perry, not Perry, excuse me, Adams up front. And you saw those two, their impact of how much they were missed. And that will do it. The FPC Bulldogs fall to the Pontevedra Sharks 31-0 in the first district game of the year. We'll be back to put a bow on this one. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of Eat, Drink, Play, and Watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets.
Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this weekend's exciting show about opioid addiction and how some communities are seeing a massive reduction in overdose deaths. Find out what's working. Find out what needs to occur. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Live Workshop Play Florida. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. To freshen up the look of your home, you'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386 445 5611. Blinds by Jason. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, the Bulldogs fall to the Sharks, the Pontevedra Sharks, 31-0 in their first uh, district game of the season. Mike, that was a tough one, man. It was. Injuries definitely, I don't know if they impacted the results, but definitely impacted the score tonight. You know, losing Marcus Mitchell, the area's leading rusher, in a game-time decision. Like I said, I got a text about minutes before kickoff saying that Marcus Mitchell wasn't going to be able to go. We saw him dressed in warm-ups. Ethan LaPeppa being out. Travell Adams being out. They're big defensive linemen. Really put him at a disadvantage against the Pontevedra line that might be, if not the best, at least one of the best in the state. And they showed it tonight, running for 259 yards. FPC out gained 390 to 113. The defense seemed to get their feet under them in the about midway through the second quarter when they got that turnover they were able to keep him off the board and you know held him to 10 points the last two and a half quarters one of my keys to the game was to score 29 points they scored 31 mm. turned out that two would have been enough yeah <laughs> you can't get one no rouge in high school that's football. right well it, it, and yeah it was a tough night and i think that's a great point as well they just started slow it took them a while to adjust to to what the sharks were doing, and when they did, the you know the sharks were still able to make plays when they had to make plays. So um, it's a tough night for the Bulldogs. It's still not over this season, obviously. Uh, oh no, no, no! So um, you know, they'll be back to play next week against uh, against Melbourne. So, but it's a tough night here tonight. And it's going to be a tough post-game show, which you can hear on the Rich and Mike's Sports Show tomorrow morning at 7.30 right here on WNZF. Mike is going to try to get the coach, Coach Fish, and uh, see what he has to say about this one. That's going to be a tough interview to get, uh, but Mike will try to do that. And uh, so we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7.30. Any final words on this one, Mike? Tough night in football county, St. John's County, my home Really put it to us tonight. 31-0 here. 49-9 in St. Augustine. But 
Both teams still way alive in the playoffs. Like I said, I think Matanzas has one more game on the schedule that I think will be trouble for them. It'll be Clay. And then for FPC, you know, they get through O'Galley next week. And then from there, they're a better team than Tokoy. They're a better team than Nice. They're a better team than Celebration. Their next test will be at the end of the year against the land. So they've got a lot of time to get better between now and then. All right. So, again, check it out. Post-game show. Tomorrow morning at 7.30 on WNZF 94.9 FM. The Rich and Mike Sports Show. Check it out on the Flagler radio app as well. Next week is our bye week. So uh, you're going to have to live without Flagler County football for one week. That is correct. But tune in to the morning sports. We'll have on Monday, we'll have the regular sports report. But we'll we'll get you ready for the um, O'Galley game on Friday, and we'll get you ready. We'll get you updated on the Matanzas Deltona game on Friday as well. So keep tuning in to the morning sports. All right, we'll be listening, Mike. One last time, the final score here tonight was thirty-one nothing, Panavija Sharks over your FPC Bulldogs. For Mike Licio, Sharon Carroll, and Isabella Papa back at the studio. I'm Rich Carroll. Have a great night, Flagler County.